This is the Yob ConvoCast, one-on-one conversations with your other brother's authors, community members, supporters, and friends. What's up, friends? Welcome to the Yob ConvoCast, conversations with beloved individuals to and fro, near and far, um, and none more beloved to me personally. No offense to everyone else I've talked to on this show over the years, but he has to be, by by the laws of nature, he has to be the most beloved. He is my other brother and yours. <laughs> it's my little brother, Andrew Zuniga. What's up, Andy? Hello. Hello. How are you? Andy, you sound awful. I'm sorry. I tried to get my microphone working. My headset refused. We're having some technical difficulties, you guys. So if Andy, who is the intro outro voice on our podcast network, if he doesn't sound as crisp or as what's another adjective as base, basic, basic, (laughs) it's not as crisp or basic as you normally hear him slash prefer him. I'm sorry. We're just rolling with what we have because 80% of Andy is better than no percent of Andy. And we're glad we have 80% of you here on this show. You get what you get and what you got is what you're going to get. Andy, I'm so excited to have you back. We have a lot to get to in a short amount of time um, because since the last time you were on these airwaves, you've gotten married and you've bought a house and there's a lot of exciting things. And it's no coincidence, I think, no coincidence whatsoever, that you are coming on the last combo cast before Valentine's Day. Um, you're something of a love expert. Yes. <laughs> I, I know everything there is to know. We have a lot. We have so much to get to. So we're going to get to all of that. So let's quickly. Do we have any reader questions? Any reader questions for me today? Maybe next time I'll put out some submissions because we don't have any send, submissions. Send them out. Send them out. You have a question for Andy, call the Yob line, shoot me an email, and yes. we'll maybe ask him when he comes on a year and a half from now, or whenever the next Do time. It then. Yeah, whenever the next time. Plenty of time is. to think about your questions. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to you something very significant, but first, I want you, because I want to I circle back to love and Valentine's Day at the end of the episode, because I don't want our listeners to tune out for the main thing that we're talking about today. But um, if you were to put, you since you've been married for almost a year, congratulations, you've been married yeah. almost a year. Um, if you could up. describe, if you could describe marriage in one word and one negative word only, what would it be? It has. I have to use a negative word. That's the rule. <laughs> I have to use a negative rule, a negative word to describe marriage. One word. One and it word has to be negative. Huh. Um, let's go. We've got a show to do, so let's be snappy. Um, repetitive? Ooh, that's a good one. Very and nice. I say that as like, you know, you go through the dating phase, you go through the engagement phase, you get through the, and, and then it's just, you're married. Go Go keep doing it. Like, that's... The honeymoon is literally over. <laughs> it it's over. It's over. Um, can I can I at least use a, a positive word as well? Sure, I guess. Uh, it's fine. fun. I I like being married. I enjoy it. 
I think I'm pretty good at it too. That's me. I don't know. Maybe she'd disagree, but I think I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. I it's think, fun. yeah, I think you're probably pretty good at it. Um, yeah. It's so good to have you on. We're going to come back to Valentine's day. Cause I have some stories to share and I want to make sure we have time good. for this, but um, another interesting tidbit about the timing of this episode. Cause I realize not everyone listens to these episodes as they come out live, but um, if they're listening to this in early February of 2022, I had to think for a second what year we're in, 2022, um, the Super Bowl is right around the corner. And I was thinking about it because I was like, you know what? There's probably a bunch of guys in our community who go to Super Bowl parties. And and I, I mean, I've actually heard it over the years. Like the only reason I go to those is for the socializing, for the food and for the halftime show and for the commercials. It's like the football game is like seventh on the list or yeah. last, basically. It's not yeah. even on the list. Um, and so I know that a bunch of guys, assuming COVID is easing up, which who knows, but assuming some people are partying the the for the Super Bowl, um, I thought it would be fun to invite the most football-minded person I know, which is you, and to just give our listeners a little Super Bowl 101, like, what are some things for people who are totally oblivious to whatever's even happening? They don't even know who's playing in the Super Bowl. They don't even know any of the players. They don't know any of the storylines. I thought yeah. we'd go to the source and just get your, um, like your top five or whatever, whatever, like the most interesting things that are happening in the world of Super Bowl, football, sports madness, whatever it's called right now. Um, and then that way our listeners have some, they're equipped. They're equipped to go into battle and they know what's happening. They know what's going on. So what's happening? Here is, uh, I'll say this before I, before I answer anything about the Super Bowl. here, I want to say this. Here's how I view your audience when it comes to (laughs) them at a Super Bowl party. I don't know if you've seen this photograph, but there's a picture of the uh, incredibly talented, famous Rob Lowe. Uh, Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec. Yes, love him. There's a picture of him at a football game, and he's wearing a hat that says NFL. And it's the NFL logo, and he's wearing that hat. Now, let me say this. No one wears branding just for the NFL, apparently except Rob Lowe. So... (laughs) That's the thumbnail for this episode. It's that photo of Rob, Rob, Rob Lowe wearing the NFL. You know what we can do now through the magic of technology, um, assuming you consent to putting your image on YouTube, this could be a YouTube video podcast and I could just quickly insert that image. So anyone watching on YouTube, or if they have a certain app on their phone, I might have a way to make make that image be the thumbnail for this Perfect. podcast. So you might be able to view it right now, depending on how you're listening or viewing this podcast. But, um, yes. but yeah, that's, that, that's accurate. I think <laughs> just NFL, just football. Oh, NFL. Um, so here is the big matchup. It is the Cincinnati Bengals are facing off against the Los Angeles Rams. Now I'll tell you why I like this matchup. It is, it is one of those key, like, Great storylines where, all right, let's start with the Cincinnati Bengals. Up until this year, the Bengals had one of the longest playoff droughts in all of sports. They had not won a playoff game, I think, since like 1992 ballpark. Um, No one has ever. Yeah. 
No one had ever sent a text message that had said the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> have won a playoff game until this so year. Texting wasn't invented yet. Is that what you're saying? It was not wow. invented yet. So you go from haven't won a single playoff game since since the mid-90s to now you're playing for it all. On top of that, the Bengals have never won the Super Bowl, which mm. I can obviously I have a soft spot in my heart for that, knowing that I just won my first one a few years ago. Yes, I did. Congratulations. I yeah, thank you. Did you. So good. Thank you. <laughs> that was my first ring. This was my second. So so there's there's this there's this city that's that's just kind of been through it. They're a small market team. Um and I gotta say, Cincinnati. I've I've seen a lot of cities in my time. You know, I've gotten around Cincinnati, oh, yes. a very underrated city. Okay. They call it the Queen City, and they are known for chili. <laughs> so, so that's that's about all I know about Cincinnati. But it's beautiful from what I saw. Please take that with you into your Super Bowl parties every mm, Queen City known for their chili, chili, and has never won a Super Bowl. Yep, never won a Super Bowl. Um, let's talk about uh, the opposition the los angeles rams um the rams last won their super bowl in 1999 uh the greatest show on turf was their nickname during that time kurt warner was their quarterback um there's a movie that came out recently called american Ooh. underdog um, he's a believer mm, yeah, yeah, yeah he is um so so that was their last super bowl so it's been a while for them as well um but the Rams have a little bit of, uh, I'm going to use a term that's that's probably not familiar with your group. Um, it's called Moneyball. Um, and there's also a movie called Moneyball a few years ago. Um, basically just talking about these teams that just throw loads of cash at their problem and say, all right, all the big names, all the big players, we're going to go out and make sure that we get everybody who is available. We're just going to load up on talent. Um, and try and buy our way to to a championship. And in a, in a way, the Rams have kind of done that. They have traded away all of their draft capital to get these acquisitions of these players to, to really go all in and see if they can win it all this year. So that's kind of like the storyline of the Bengals versus the Rams. Um, now let's talk about the quarterbacks. Hold on. It's so it's a very, the way you just painted it, it's a very David and Goliath feeling, even though they both haven't won in forever yeah, or in one case ever, Cincinnati is clearly the underdog going into this game. So by default, we should be cheering for them, but that's Um, where I'm coming from. Continue with your quarterback analysis, because I, I've always said, I'll cheer for the team with the most attractive quarterback. I've said that I will follow that. All the way. Um, and I'm really sad that dearly beloved Jimmy Garoppolo is out of this because I was all in. I was all in for yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy G. of the San Francisco 49ers to to win it all, but he lost last time. So he sure did. And let me just say this as a uh as a a very straight uh man. Uh <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is gorgeous. Um, <laughs> I remember you showed me a video. You were like, there's a video of him with one of the female reporters. And it kind of comes across as a little yeah. sleazy, but she's yeah. all into it. And she loves she's his flirtation like, with him. <laughs> she's just kind of giggling. And- <laughs> you, can, you guys can Google that or YouTube it, but it's like, it's a little sleazy, but she's she's not complaining. She loves his flirtation with him. Oh, yeah. 
for yeah. sure. So anyways, Jimmy G's gone. Jimmy G's out. No Jimmy G. Here's the matchup. We have, uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, his name is Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow, this is his second year in the league. He won the national championship uh, for the LSU Tigers a couple years ago. Um, he put on the most prolific college football season ever. He was just truly remarkable uh, in college. Um, one of the best college football teams I've ever seen. Great young player who also coincidentally looks like Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Oh, yeah, that's who he looks like. Kevin McAllister, grown up, is Joe Burrow. Um, so Although, I is, don't know. We know what Kevin McAllister, grown up, looks like, and he's kind of scary. <laughs> kind of horrifying. Kind of looks like a crackhead. Joe, yeah. Burrow, Joe Burrow is a nice-looking man. I will, I will put him, I will elevate him above grown up Kevin McAllister. <laughs> sure. Uh, so he, his nickname is Joe Cool. Um, amongst other things, um, an interesting tidbit, there have been only two players in the NFL who have won the national championship game as a quarterback and the Super Bowl. Those players are Joe Montana, Joe Namath. I've heard of them. And Joe Burrow is seeking to be the third. Whoa. Ironically, also would be named Joe. That's Three Joes. crazy. Kind of a crazy little storyline. You're really making us want to cheer for Cincinnati more and more because you're about to go to the other side who I, well, I'll explain why I hate this person in a second, but go ahead and tell me about him. I'm going to give you the reason why you should absolutely be rooting for the Rams. And it's because of their quarterback. <laughs> uh, for whatever ahead. reason, you don't like him. I'll, I'll share for after you share, but you go. First. Okay. Their quarterback is named Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford was the quarterback of your beloved Georgia Bulldogs. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you don't like him. Um, he was the number one overall pick back in I think 2008. Um, Matt Stafford. This is this is why I'm rooting for the Rams. It is strictly because of Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford got drafted number one overall by the Detroit Lions. I don't know if you guys know anything about the Detroit Lions, but if there has been a franchise worse than the Cincinnati Bengals for the last 30 years, it's the Detroit Lions. And their organization has ruined some of the greatest talents that our sport has ever seen because they are bad at what they do. So Matt Stafford has consistently been an above the bar quarterback. He has been a good to great quarterback for 12 years and he has been stuck in a garbage organization this entire time it's like swimming in a black hole it's like you could be an all-star swimmer but you're going nowhere is yes. that what you're saying yes what i'm saying is you know that job you have where you're paid millions of dollars to be miserable mm. We all have that experience, right? We've all no. been there. We've all been paid millions and suffered for it, but yeah, heart goes out to the guy. But so yeah. now you're saying he's in a prime position now to escape the black hole, yes. to reach the promised land. And this offseason, the Rams traded for Matt Stafford. I was so happy because A, they're a good organization. B, they've got a great team around them. C, 
His entire time he was in Detroit, again, playoff drought, did not win a single playoff game his entire time in Detroit. And then it's the first year he's in Los Angeles. Wins his first, wins his second, wins his third, hoping to win his fourth uh, coming up in a couple weeks. Cannot wait. I'm rooting for him. Uh, for him to be in the league for as long as he's been, for him to be as great as he's been for as long as he's been, he deserves a ring. He deserves a title. He deserves the shot that he's getting, and I'm glad he's getting this shot. Okay, so now let's get the contrary opinion because you know I am a contrarian. <laughs> of course you are. Okay, this has been – I'm not like – I'm not super passionate about sports. I lock into baseball. That's my lane. I stay in my lane. I'll dabble. I'll, I'll be, I'll be aware. I'll be knowledgeable about what's going on in the rest. So I'm not like super invested in this game. I'll be happy. I'm, I'm always happy to see teams that haven't won in forever or ever um, win. So I'll be happy regardless. For, but if I have to choose Cincinnati's the underdog, I'm going to cheer for Cincinnati. Um, the added reason to cheer for Cincinnati is because Matthew Stafford, as you mentioned, is from the University of Georgia. And if anyone knows me, it's that I hate Georgia. I hate the state of Georgia. I hate anyone from Georgia. No offense. We have so many, I have friends from Georgia. I have a question. <laughs> I love my friend. Hold on. Let me finish this thought. Because this year has been my nightmare. If it's if we're talking about sports, we've had the Atlanta Braves win the World Series. We've had the University of Georgia win the national championship in football. And if you're going to tell me that a Georgia quarterback is going to win the Super Bowl, that's three strikes and you're out and I'm done. I'm That's done it. with this year of sports because Georgia will have dominated everything and I can't have it. I can't, I need to continue this vendetta against the state that ruined my childhood. Let me, let me ask you this. Now, listen, I understand you hating the Atlanta Braves. Oh, wait, I, totally I, get that. I had one more thing. I have one more thing to say. Don't people might be questioning, but you went to the University of Georgia. How can Thank you read you. against them? But I equate this with Ron Swanson working for the government and wanting it. He made a quote in the show. He was like, I want to see it burn to the ground, or I want to help it burn to the ground, or something, something of that nature. And so okay. that's that's how I approach my my status as an alum of the University of Georgia. Um, is that I want that's to what see I it couldn't, burn to the ground. That's what I couldn't quite understand. <laughs> was you went to Georgia like you don't have a tie to any other like college program why wouldn't you root for your alma mater I mean here's the thing about Georgia fine school beautiful campus I'm I'm grateful I'm grateful because when I went there was a thing called the hope scholarship where I went there for free so as long as I maintained a 3.0 which I did with flying colors um, I went to Georgia for free which I'm grateful for not everyone has an opportunity so I'm really grateful but if that was if that wasn't an option, would I have considered other options? Would I have gone out of state even? I think so. I think I probably would have gone to a different school if it wasn't the convenient thing to do. So it's kind of like embedded in my my like desire to have lived a good story. It's like, oh, why did I do the easy thing? Why did I do the convenient thing, the cheap thing, the free thing even? Um, Let me ask you this. Let's go ahead and change the whole story. <laughs> if you could go to let's go back in time. You get the Hope Scholarship, and it applies to any college anywhere. Where where, where are you applying first? Um, well, when I visited, at, at, towards the end of college, I started writing a novel, which this thing will never see the light of day. No, I need to say that it will. It will see the light of day. Um, but when I write this story, it's centered around students at the University of Georgia and students at the University of North Carolina. And I visited UNC um, 
somewhere around the end of my college experience and visited that campus, fell in love with it. It's so beautiful. I love the colors. It's like baby blue. It's really pretty. And I just was like, I could have gone here. I could have, but I didn't. Would have been a Tar Heel, huh? And North Carolina, I've been living here since 2015. So it's, there's something to that. I could have gone to school here, but I didn't. But you didn't. It's sad, but anyway, um, that's my vendetta against Matthew Stafford. Okay. I'm sure he's he's also a fine. They're both very nice looking. Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, good looking guys. They seem both really nice. I see Joe Burrow like I saw something you tweeted or something. He's like smoking a cigar or something. He kind of looks a little like yeah. That's his new signature he's a, thing. He's got a thing. Yeah, he's got a little bit of angsty side to him or something. Or not angsty, but it's just like kind of. That's part word? of his Joe cool. Gross. So, what's so... Not, not gross? What's the word? I don't know what you're trying to say. He's just got the cigar motif. I don't know what he's got a bit of cockiness. He's got a swagger. A swagger, yes. A swagger, a cockiness. Some people could take or leave. But it's it's what he does he has like just enough where like honestly, like so I'll I'll use a uh, I'll use a a a a reference uh, that you will understand that the rest of your audience will not. He's got a bit of Nick Foles in him where Nick Foles never looked rattled to me when he was on that miraculous uh, Super Bowl run. Um, and that's that's a little bit of Joe Burrow. So following his national championship, um, there's this video of him walking into the locker room after the game, and he's smoking a cigar. And then there's this video of him again later, and he's sitting down on a couch by himself, and he's clean shaven and he's got the hair slicked back and he's sitting there in his uniform and he's smoking a cigar. And it looks like, looks like, it, yeah, you just won the national championship. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so big he's, game. he's Fine. not rattled by this. He's, a, yeah, he's looking it was an this. okay Monday. That's basically kind of the look that he's got. Um, so yeah. And ever since then, like he's got big wins under his belt and he won those playoff games and he's coming into that locker room. He's smoking a cigar. So that's part of his signature. You you might see some cigar photos, uh, listener, watcher, viewer. Uh, that's the reference. There you go. So when he wins the Super Bowl, when he wins the MVP or whatever it's called, look for the cigar. Look We're for prepping the cigar. you for it. We're, again, the whole yeah. goal of this podcast has been to prep you for what's coming. Um, all right, let's get out of here on this prediction. So what's the score? The score prediction, uh, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, um, I think it's high-powered offense against high-powered offense. Um, But if I am taking a defense over a defense, I'm taking the Rams' defense over Cincinnati's defense. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring route. I'm going to go Los Angeles 31, Cincinnati 27. Uh, I think it's going to be – fun finish. I think it's going to be down to the wire. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. 31, 27. Okay. I'm also going to say high scoring for one. I'm going to say 40, nothing. Ooh, for Cincinnati. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so you guys look for the shutout 40, nothing is Tom's prediction. Um, okay. yes, there you have it. There's our football. Um, let's, let's get you out on a couple football notes. Tom Brady just retired. How do you feel about that? Uh, it's finally over. Uh, he has <laughs> been, Reign uh, of Terror is over. I'm a huge Tom Brady fan. Love that guy. He got Wanted to the to point. Here's the again. thing. My, my thing with Tom Brady was uh, when you're a kid, you kind of love him. And then you start like being emotionally invested. And then he starts ruining your life. And then you hate him. 
And then he was just so good for another like 30 years uh, where I just had to respect him. Um, so yeah, I've got the utmost respect for him. I'm glad it's finally over. Um, this is one of those things, you know, classic case where man retires after seven Super Bowls to, uh, to spend more time with the supermodel wife. I'm just, I'm happy for him, you know, like that's just, that's What's the dream right do? there. What's he going to do with himself? He's coming back in two years. Wait and see. I don't think Surely, he can stay away. Yeah. Um, the Washington football team has a name, the Washington yes. commanders. Commanders. It's dumb. It's you a terrible like it. name. I had a feeling. <laughs> It is a terrible name. They sound like an XFL league, like an XFL or an arena football team. Like it's a terrible name. Mm. So again, at the Super Bowl parties that you guys are all going to, you can give your hot take. Washington Commanders. That's a new thing. It just happened. They're no longer the name that shall not be named. So you can, you can say how this is like a, it's better than the other name, but it's also still a really bad name. That's the hot take, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Andy, let's get you out here on a Valentine's Day prompt. Um, okay. I'm going to ask you because you've been married for almost a year now, but this is your first Valentine's Day with your wife, right? It is. As, as, as a married man. And wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my question was, um, what kind of scavenger hunt are you going to set up for her? <laughs> so <laughs> there is in this city, there is a house that I have purchased for her a few months ago and she's going to find it on that day. Um, and it's where she lives and that's the hunt. Uh, there is no hunt. The joke here, the joke here is, is that when Andy and I and our, my sister were little children, my parents set up scavenger hunts every Valentine's day for years. They would put clues around the house. I don't know why they did. They like never did this kind of thing ever. Like the rest of the year. Not that yeah. they're horrible parents, but but on this one day of the year, they got all like spunky and they made clues and they put they hid them and things around the house. And then at the end of the scavenger hunt, we found like candy or something and we got to mm. enjoy chocolate or whatever. Um, but those were such cherished memories. I looked forward to Valentine's Day every every year as a kid. And now it's just the year it's it's what's what's the joke single awareness day for those that are single yeah. or or guys in our community they have palentine's day where we'll just hang out with a bunch of friends or you know on parks and rec if you're a woman you have galentine's day you hang out with your girls your gals um so there's there's that as well do you have any any big plans though for for this big occasion going out anywhere fancy dinner um not really uh, we, uh, I, I got a couple, a uh, couple gifts for, um, got, uh, something showing up here pretty soon. I actually Ooh. need to be on the lookout for it. Um, but yeah, this is one of those, uh, days where we're, we're probably just going to play it pretty low key. Honestly, um, there was talks of pizza. We might do that. Ooh. Um, last Valentine's. Pizza in the shape of a heart. Yeah. I think they do that at, uh, I think Papa John's. <laughs> How romantic. That. Papa Shacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, last Valentine's Day, I went all out. Um, and I've offered that this year. And she was like, I kind of want pizza. I was like, all right. What did you do? Like cook a lobster or something? What did you do? No, yeah, like I did like, uh, I, I made like this, this whole like Gordon Ramsay style lamb shanks. It was choice. But this year, Papa John's. Papa J's. Very nice. Well, I hope I wish you a good 
happy, lovely Valentine's Day. And to our listeners as well, whether you're celebrating Valentine's Day, Palentine's Day, or Isolation Day, whatever you're celebrating, I hope it's good. I hope it's lovely. Have a happy Super Bowl. Andy, thank you for contributing your thoughts. We will see who's, who, whose prediction turns out true. That's right. Whether it's the Rams Let's by go four NFL. or the Bengals by 40. <laughs> We'll We'll see. see. (laughs) We'll see. I have a feeling you're probably closer to me, but I'm just guessing, purely guessing. Never Um, Well, Andy, I hope it's not another year before you come back. Thank you for joining us on the show today. Glad to be here anytime. And listeners, if you want to join what we're doing here at Yob, uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash your other bros. All the information is there. Uh, Until next time, go, go Bengals, right? Right, everyone? Sure. This was your other brother's podcast. There it is. That's perfect. Until we cast our next combo. Go NFL. (laughs) Go NFL. (laughs) 